You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what is going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, ladies and gentlemen, we've actually got some positive news to talk about in both segments, actually, today. Antonio Reeves, according to Travis Branham, is coming back to Kentucky. This is huge news, obviously, for the Wildcats going to dive into that today. Also, the last time that we spoke, Aaron Bradshaw, we were freaking out over a potential surgery and a foot injury that could last longer than uh, some people may expect. And after uh, some very quick reports came out uh, the weekend of, we've started to see the narrative change on that pretty quickly. Even Bradshaw himself liking some Instagram comments that would indicate that maybe he doesn't have as long of a recovery time uh, as people initially thought. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. I want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms. Before we dive into the show, two things today. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you've not already. Subscribe. We're trying to get to 5K before the start of the season. I believe we can do so. We've passed 4,600. Let's see if we can get to 47. Also, I have officially determined a schedule for the podcast moving forward uh, for the months of June and July. It's the off season here. We are going to be doing Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. So every single Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, we will be having a Kentucky podcast after July. Heading into August, we will go back to five days a week, every single weekday. So make sure whenever you check out the podcast feed, if you're listening there or if you're listening on YouTube, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday for the rest of June and July. So let's go ahead and get into it. Antonio Reeves, he's back, guys. According to Travis Branham at Travis Branham underscore on Twitter, he is a national basketball analyst for 24-7 Sports, if you do not know. News, Kentucky guard Antonio Reeves moved into his dorm last night and is expected to return to Kentucky for the 2023-24 season, a source tells 24-7 Sports. Uh, According to the article that Travis Branham wrote about this, he said first Reeves entered his name into the 2023 NBA draft, but after withdrawing his name, his future at Kentucky immediately became uncertain as he enrolled in courses at Illinois State to graduate. However, after weeks of uncertainty as to whether he will graduate or transfer or if he could even graduate from another school and transfer, he is back on Kentucky campus and is expected to be coming back for his final season of college basketball. So the news broke about a week or so ago that Antonio Reeves would be finishing up classes at Illinois State. And there was an assumption made, therefore, if he's doing so, then he's probably looking to get all of his credits and to graduate and then to become eligible as a graduate transfer to go elsewhere. Something that I think that maybe we did not um, break down or analyze or theorize over is that maybe Antonio Reeves is simply just trying to wrap up school this summer so he doesn't have to do anything other than play basketball for the Wildcats or for somebody else this upcoming season. And here we are now, and I think that this is a very verifiable source that the Wildcats are bringing Antonio Reeves back. Very exciting to see him moving back home uh, for the Wild with the Wildcats for one more year. It's big news, big, big, big news for the Wildcats. Main reason right now 
is I think Kentucky lacks an upperclassman on their roster for this upcoming season, which is crazy to think about. Reeves will be the only one. He's going to be the only upperclassman on this team unless Kentucky somehow picks up a transfer portal player. Going to talk about that later on the show. By the way, there's there's one player in particular uh, that is being thrown out there that I don't see a lot of merit with, but we'll, we'll discuss that in a second. Antonio Reeves coming back. We've discussed the seniority. We've discussed whether or not there's truly value in that. We've discussed whether or not there's value in the leadership uh, quote-unquote, that Antonio Reeves brings back to this team. And I, I want to be clear. I want to continue to kind of paint the picture that I have over the past week or so. I said that if Antonio Reeves is not going to make a decision uh, to return to Kentucky, then he needed to go ahead and leave because I believed that the Illinois State situation uh, led me to believe that he was trying to, you know, graduate and then go enter the transfer portal I was of the opinion, as was, as it turns out, several other people uh, in the media sphere. Listen, if you're going to do this, go ahead and go. Like, literally make the announcement. Nobody's going to sit here on this coaching staff and wait hand and foot on, on for you to make this decision. And he has made his decision. He's coming back. Good. I said I wanted Antonio Reeves to come back. I said the team would need him this upcoming season. And here we are now. He's going to be back on the team. I'm going to continue that narrative, and I'm going to continue to point out the fact that I don't necessarily know if we have a leader cut out for next year's squad. I'm not saying Reeves cannot develop into that. I've been clear about that. But as of right now, up until this point, I don't think that we've seen him display the leadership qualities that you would want out of a fifth-year, fourth-year senior guard wing type of player. Could he develop those this offseason? Could he just naturally step into that role because he's playing with a bunch of young kids? Sure, he could absolutely do that. But as of right now, I don't really see them. And something that we talked about uh, pointing out what Clint Darden uh, shared with us, friend of the program, uh, fan of the show, just kind of sharing his thoughts on Sheway and Reeves, You know, something that we've continued to point out is last season, Reeves continued to make comments about how this is all new to him, how he's kind of di- digesting this and winning at this level is something that he's never experienced before. Now that he's gotten a year under his belt, maybe he's gotten some more confidence. Maybe he has the ability to transition into somebody that steps into a leadership type of role for the Wildcats. Uh, but as of today, that I don't think is what his value is. I think that his value is the fact that he is experienced. That's good. And on top of that, I think that bringing back a shooter is very important for the Kentucky Wildcats. Why? Well, I think that next year's team, this upcoming year's team, I should say, We've got different players on the roster that you should be excited about shooting the basketball. Reed Shepard. I think Rob Dillingham is somebody that's probably not going to shoot a great percentage, but it's going to be fun to watch shooting the ba- uh, the basketball. Uh, you've got Justin Edwards, who I think could be interesting as well. You've got Reeves now, Joey Hart, Reed Shepard. You've got different players on this team that can really shoot the rock, some of them coming off the bench. And having somebody in your starting rotation, likely, uh, that will uh, that will be providing you a really strong outside presence is great. Now, this is where I think the conversation starts to transition because I just mentioned he could potentially be a starter for this year's upcoming team. Uh, Some of you out there disagree with that. Some of you out there agree with that. There's kind of a mixed bag just based on the people that I've talked to and talking to you guys about whether or not Antonio Reeves comes back and he's a sixth man or he comes back and he's a starter. And then the question being, where does he start? I think that there are different lineups out there that have been thrown out, different opinions uh, about what this team could look like in this backcourt. 
I think right now, I want to continue to reiterate it because it's just truly how I feel about it. I think Rob Dillingham is your point guard next season. I think DJ Wagner is your two. I think that he's a more of an off-ball type of player relative to Rob Dillingham. I think that DJ Wagner could run point. He may end up running point. I think Rob Dillingham is a much more comfortable ball handler based on his high school tape. And sure, he may be a more dominant scorer, but that doesn't mean he can't run point distribute the basketball as well. I think that Rob Dillingham's your one. I think that DJ Wagner or Antonio Reeves could be your two. You could legitimately see Reeves start at the two or start at the three this season for the Wildcats. There is also a world where DJ Wagner starts at shooting guard and Antonio Reeves comes off the bench and he's the second man and he's uh, the sixth man. He's the second guy up there at that ro- at that spot in the rotation. Or you could see him at small forward with Justin Edwards. You could also see... You know, Joey Hart or Jordan Burks be somebody that steps in and plays that three spot. Adu Thiero is somebody that could slide down to the three just based on his height and based on his growth uh, this offseason, quite literally. Not just like in terms of development, but physically how he's grown. It may, because of Thiero's development and because of Joey Hart's presence now, it may force Reeves more into a two-guard type of role. And maybe that's what we're looking at here uh, this upcoming season. Uh, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he started. Wouldn't be surprised if he was the sixth man coming off the bench. I don't know what his role is going to be this upcoming season. But nevertheless, I'm excited to bring good shooting and a veteran presence back on this team. And I think, again, because he's the only upperclassman, he has the potential to develop into one of the leaders on this team at the very least. If not, the old guy in the room that kind of is able to guide other people uh, other players uh, in this in this locker room as well. So very, very excited about Antonio Reeves coming back to the team. Again, this report is from Travis Branham. You can check this out over on 24-7 Sports, uh, or if you just want to literally just look it up on Twitter, uh, you can do that as well. I want to quickly kind of wrap up and uh, Aaron Bradshaw here in just a second. If you guys have any thoughts on Antonio Reeves coming back, if you've got any thoughts on what this roster could look like, what the rotation looks like. Some of you may just passionately disagree with me about how uh, I, I view the rotation this upcoming season. You can leave that in the YouTube comments below, or you can hit me on the socials at LockedOnUK on Twitter. All right, before we get to Aaron Bradshaw, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Bird Dogs. Big, big friend of the program right now is Bird Dogs. I mentioned uh, last week, had a friend go to the beach wearing his bird dogs actually for a couple days down there. Said that they were awesome, said that they were great. He actually told me once he once he got back, I was hanging out with him, and he said he actually got to swim around in the bird dogs, and they were great. Very comfortable, uh, very, very, uh, very smooth. I love the colors on these things, by the way. I don't know if I've ta- emphasized that enough here recently on the show. In case you don't know, bird dogs have stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through your thigh and give your leg a truly sculpted look. They do the exact same thing that Lululemon does, but I think they, they fit way better. And they fit way better than the regular shorts that have that like stiff, restricting cotton. These are very, very smooth, almost athletic shorts type of, uh, of shorts you're getting here. They have this uh, cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Very, very comfortable. Not only do they have shorts, but they also have pants as well. Uh, I think that this is great for athletic wear. It's great for lounge wear. Obviously, like I mentioned, it's great for going to places like the beach. It's uh, all around one of my favorite pairs of shorts, plural, that I own right now. And I would highly encourage you guys to go check them out. You can go to birddogs.com. 
slash locked on college, and you can get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. Again, that's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off once you get them. We promise you. All right, continuing along here on the Wednesday edition of Locked On Kentucky Lance Dahl, hanging out here with you. Again, I really appreciate everybody watching. Want to reiterate, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday is going to be the schedule. So if you're watching this on Wednesday, the answer is yes, we are going to have an episode tomorrow, uh, likely breaking down just kind of final thoughts in the transfer portal because I don't know if Kentucky's really going to be um, looking at anything else in the transfer portal, especially if Somto Cyril is a name that Kentucky is continuing to work on uh, or maybe finalizing. I, I don't really know what the update is there. So tomorrow we'll have an episode, and then next Monday we'll have a, a, another episode as well. But as of now, really appreciate you guys watching, listening, wherever you are. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're watching on podcast. follow along there as well. Trying to get to 5,000 subs on YouTube. If you listen on podcast, which I really appreciate that if you do, go subscribe to the YouTube channel anyway. It's very, very quick. Only takes you a couple seconds, and it's literally just one click of a button. So... Appreciate everybody out there that does that and is watching along as we continue along here in what has been a very interesting summer for the Kentucky Wildcats. Speaking of an interesting piece of this summer thus far, Aaron Bradshaw uh, has uh, apparently been, uh, has suffered a foot injury, a fracture, and uh, there was a report that came out that said that he would have to undergo surgery and he would be out, I believe it was like five to six months, four to five months. And the reaction on this podcast was to do a live stream and to essentially kind of freak out about what was going to be happening with Kentucky's rotation. Joey Hart had not committed at the time of the recording, and Kentucky had seven scholarship players. Now, all of a sudden, they have nine, and Bradshaw, I think, will end up being just fine. Will he play in the Global Cup for Kentucky? I don't... Or the... uh, I keep saying cup. I don't think it's a cup. The the global event that they're having in Canada. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to play for the Wildcats there. All I know is that released that afternoon after we did that live stream was a video of Aaron Bradshaw at a camp for the Wildcats and was playing with little kids and he was working around and he looked just fine. He was moving around, dunking the ball a couple different times. He looked good. And then there were some things that started to surface On Instagram, according to his Instagram, it looks like Aaron Bradshaw uh, has confirmed his hairline foot fracture, but has refuted the reported four to six month time frame, according to Tristan Ferris at Tristan UDA on Twitter. Uh, According to his Instagram, he replied to a comment that said, he ain't hurt, bro. It's Jared Vanderbilt all over again. A foot fracture takes four to six weeks to heal, not months. Aaron Bradshaw responded to that Instagram comment and said, smart Man, uh, in case you're wondering, a typical hairline fracture does, in fact, uh, heal in about six to eight weeks. And then Tristan Ferris, uh, quote, tweeted himself with more screenshots of what Aaron Bradshaw had liked. And he pinned, uh, actually, Ferris's comment, not not Ferris's comment, uh, a comment on his latest Instagram post that says, See you in six weeks, my guy. Overreaction is hilarious. Outside of releasing a statement, Bradshaw is making it clear that he anticipates to be out six to eight weeks. Typical fracture so Bradshaw on Instagram liked and replied to more than one person uh, that was pointing out hey guess what hairline fractures don't take that long to develop or to heal from Uh, the overreaction here is stupid and Bradshaw seems to agree and so the overreaction we had on the podcast 
on Friday was just that, simply an overreaction. Of course, we were dealing with the news that we had been given uh, on that on that Friday afternoon. So I couldn't really do much else over than overreact and, and say, hey, this is absolutely terrible uh, for Kentucky in their roster moving forward because all of a sudden you don't have a power forward. Well, it looks like you're probably going to have a power forward this upcoming season. On top of this, this is something that has been discussed kind of in the transfer portal cycle over the past week or so. Bob Huggins was has resigned from West Virginia after a lot of different things that we're not going to get into. Um, but the head coach there resigned, and there's an assumption there for that there are two big-time transfer portal uh, additions, the guard from Arizona, Kirk Rissup, or I don't remember how to pronounce his name, and then uh, Jesse Edwards, the forward from Syracuse, who was a big-time scorer for the Orange this past year. There's an assumption that those guys are going to just going to re-enter the portal. They're just not going to stay at West Virginia, and they're just going to go and do whatever, uh, go to a different school because uh, they were attached to Huggins or whatever. And there's been kind of a, a rumor floating around on Twitter. It's like, oh, well, if he enters the portal again, if Jesse Edwards enters the portal again, you know, Kentucky could go after him. They sure could go after just, uh, Jesse Edwards. I'll be surprised if Jesse, Jesse Edwards enters the portal again, and I will be even more surprised if he commits to Kentucky. And I know in the past that we've done episodes talking about, like, oh, Kentucky could really use this guy. Holy cow, look at this guy. He scores a lot of points. He blocks shots. He does this, that, and the other. I'm so excited. What? And there's been absolutely nothing that's come of it. Most of the time, Kentucky doesn't even offer. And about 48 hours after we put out that podcast, it's just, oh, look, he's going to a Big Ten school or something like that. So, Jesse Edwards is not entering the transfer portal, in my opinion. And on top of that, I really don't think he's coming to Kentucky. Uh, I'll eat my hat. I'll eat my words on that uh, if he if he ends up doing so. I just really don't think that's happening. So for those of you out there that think that that's a possibility, sure, it's in the realm of possibility. But um, I, I strongly doubt that the Wildcats will be adding another forward. If anything, I think they'll be adding a center. I think they'll be adding Somto Cyril uh, to the roster or they'll be adding a transfer portal center. And I know Jesse Edwards like 6'11 and averaged 18 a game, but is that is that what Kentucky wants? I mean, they take him, but I, I don't think that's what Jesse Edwards would want. That's not the situation that he would want to step into, uh, in my opinion. So, I mean, to be honest with you, he transferred to West Virginia for a reason. So if he's got playing time at West Virginia, you know, what's the point of going somewhere that would make it more difficult for him? I, I don't know. So if you've got any thoughts on anything to do with Aaron Bradshaw, we should be fine. If you got any thoughts on Antonio Reeves returning to Kentucky basketball, again, great news. You can leave all of that in the YouTube comments below or hit me on the socials. Again, one more time, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday is the schedule for June and July. It's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at Lance Dahl underscore. You can follow the show over on Instagram. That is at Kentucky podcast questions comments concerns leave them in the youtube comments below hit me on the socials i will see you all tomorrow for another episode of locked on kentucky hope you guys have a great rest of your day and god bless